Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing our study through the book of 2 Timothy, and we're continuing in chapter 2. We're going to come to verses 3 and 4 today. I'm really excited to get into it because we're going to be seeing a really important characteristic of those who are going to be disciples of Jesus Christ and those who are going to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And I want to remind you, Uh, that Jesus Christ in the Great Commission gave us a commission to go and to make disciples of all nations, to teach them all, to teach them to observe all that he has taught us, and to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We, We see here this incredible commission that we have to go and to make disciples. And 2 Timothy chapter 2 really tells us how to do that what we're going to need to have in order to do that, and of course, how to fulfill the Great Commission. It's it's really an explanation of how to fulfill the Great Commission. So I really love 2 Timothy chapter 2, but instead of just talking about 2 Timothy chapter 2, let's go ahead and let's get into it, and let's read 2 Timothy chapter 2, starting in verse 1. It says, "'You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus.'" And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You, therefore, must endure hardships as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. The hardworking farmer must be first to partake of the crops. Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Remember that Jesus Christ, of the seed of David, has ra- well, excuse me, was raised from the dead according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure all things for the sake of the elect, that they may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. This is a faithful saying, for if we died with him, we shall also live with him. And if we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Remember them of these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit to the ruin of the hearers. Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness, and the message will spread like cancer. Hymenus and Philetus are of the sort, who have strayed concerning concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection is already past, and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands, having this seal. The Lord knows those who are his, and let everyone who names the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels for gold of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. Flee also useful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. 
but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. If God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having taken captive by him to do his will. We see here verses 3 and 4, which is what we're going to focus in on um, this morning. It says, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Now, this is important to go and to understand when it comes to discipleship, when it comes to going in and making disciples of Jesus Christ, we, we need to go into approach discipleship with the mindset of a soldier. You know, it's been said many times, and it is true, that the church today has become too much of a luxury cruise ship and not enough of a battleship. And the reality of it is, is that discipleship is hard work. It's messy work. It is it is something that is difficult. You're going to have to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Now, we think about uh, the soldiers that the Apostle Paul is referencing. He's referencing the Roman soldiers, and the, the, the Roman soldiers were, were, were some of the toughest guys of the day. I mean, they were, they, they were no sissies by any means. In fact, uh, the, they had a specific military line. Uh, that they would go and use out in battle, that they would go and, and set themselves in this order in order to break through the enemy's line. And the, the, I won't go into all the, the details as to how they had set themselves up, but it, it was kind of a zigzag comb type shape, that, and then the enemy generally would, would just go straight uh, across in a line. But they would go and they would march forward, and they were such hardened soldiers that actually those who are in the front line of Rome soldiers would often die being trampled not by their enemy, but by their own soldiers who were advancing the line and advancing the rank in order to break the enemy's line. And I mean, these are the type of guys that the Apostle Paul is talking about. Now, I'm not saying that you should go through and trample people uh, while you're going and trying to disciple others. That's that's not at all what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to get across is that these guys knew how to endure difficulty. They, they, they were not easily set back. And when difficulty and danger came, their tra- teaching, their training, and their mindset was to march forward. It wasn't to turn around and retreat, but it was to march forward. You know, so much of Christianity today is in retreat. You know, oh no, the the, the bad guys of the culture, you know, the, the the woke leftist mob, they've gotten up and oh no, they said they threatened you saying that they were gonna say mean things to you and now you're you you've turned away and now you're running the other way and you're in retreat mode. Well, you're not going to make it in discipleship. You're not going to do what you're supposed to do if you're in retreat mode because God hasn't called you to retreat. He's called you to endure hardships and to march forward, to march forward. 
That's what you're supposed to do. No matter the difficulties that come, when the devil comes and brings difficulty, when the world comes and brings difficulties, when you fall in your own flesh brings difficulties or your own stupid decisions brings difficulties, you're to march forward with discipleship. You're to march forward with discipleship. You're to have endurance and to endure even difficulty, afflictions, or hardships as a, a good soldier of Jesus Christ. But then it also tells us that no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And there's two more things that I want us to see here. One, the first one we saw, was that we need to go into endure hardships, have a mindset of pushing forward when it comes to discipleship. Don't retreat in the face of opposition. Continue to push forward. Remember that Jesus Christ told you all power is given unto me, all authority is given unto me, therefore go. Not retreat, but push forward. But the second thing that we see here is that the singular mind that you are to have. Now, this doesn't mean that you have singular tasks, but you are to have a singular mind as Christians. You know, whether you are going and working your secular job, whether you are going and shopping at the grocery store, whether you are going and doing your favorite hobby like kayaking or whether you're engaging in politics or whatever you might be doing, you have a singular, a singular mindset, and that is make disciples. Make disciples. You know, while the Apostle Paul was making tents, more so he was making disciples. Now, he still did the task of making tents. He wasn't anti-doing the task of making tents. But he was saying, this tent making has a greater purpose than just to make tents. It is also to go and to invest the Word of God in every area of life. Don't you think he was teaching Timothy economics while he was making tents? Biblical economics, biblical laws of economics? I believe that he was. Don't you think that he was going and teaching Timothy hard work ethics, Christian work ethics, while he was making tents? I believe that he was. He was singularly minded while he was doing multiple tasks. That's what the Apostle Paul was doing. That's what a good soldier does, is that it doesn't matter if they are going and, and doing a what would seem to be a menial task or, or something that, that was what was not on the direct mission or something that you can see that's easily, oh, wow, that's, that's a, a fight against the enemy. Well, even in the military, when they're not fighting against the enemy, whether they're eating supper, whether they are, are, are going and setting up a tent, they're doing it in such a way that is preparing the soldiers for what might come. I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, but, but, but if you ever eat with somebody who's been in the military and been around the military and, 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 and you know, served in the military, they generally eat much faster than me. I'm a slow eater. I haven't been in the military. But, but I've noticed that when you're around those who have been in the military, they scarf their food. They eat it quickly. Why? Well, it's because it's part of their training. It's part of their training. See, even while they were going and eating lunch and preparing lunch, they were making them soldiers. That's what they were doing. They were making them soldiers. 
we need to adopt that type of a mindset as Christians that we are going and making disciples. We're investing the Word of God into people no matter what we're doing. We're seeking to build disciples of Jesus Christ. And the final thing that I want us to see here this morning is the purpose of the soldier. The purpose of the soldier isn't even to win the war, although, I mean, that's pretty important. The purpose of the soldier is to please him who enlisted him as a soldier. That's our purpose. That's our purpose. Our purpose is to please Jesus Christ. We are singularly minded, not only in our, in, in our mission, but also in our purpose. Our purpose is to please Jesus. That's our purpose. You need to adopt these three things. Push forward, endure hardships, and push forward. Don't retreat. Push forward, no matter what the opposition is. The second thing is, is be of a singular mindset. No matter if you're doing whatever task you're doing, singular mindset, multitasks. Be of a singular mindset. Make disciples no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing. Make disciples. And the third thing is, here, be of singular purpose. I want to please Jesus Christ. If you're doing those three things today, you are going to see disciples made. And you need these three things in order to truly make disciples. But thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. can't overcome so that war you've been fighting will end in God's timing sing like the battle's been won then you feel it the song that is rising then you can't help but let it out if you're trusting in faith even now while you wait lift up a victory shout has already begun know that God's up to something